you know, if you rock and roll for too long, your fingers are going to get blisters and you're going to, you know, <laughs> not going to be able to play anymore. <laughs> I just made that up. But anyway. Hey, forever. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? You're listening to the Swamp Talk Podcast. Jack Denny here with co-host Ryan Chat and a new co-host. We have Kyle Westbrook. Yeah. What up, Kyle? What up? All right, uh, Ryan, check, check. What's up, everybody? All right, so we took a little hiatus, sabbatical. Um, we've been gone for, what, four months? Yeah. It's yep. been a while. It was back in the spring turkey season. Um, I just want to catch everyone up kind of on what's been going on as far as the brand goes. We were going through some marketing issues and we were spending a lot of money on ads that, um, were not generating any revenue. And so we decided to build a whole new website. As most of you guys have seen, it is now swampdog.com. And with that, I've had Carson who does, um, 99% of the fulfillment he, uh, he has drastically changed our website, uh, to say the least. And Carson's here in the studio. He's giggling at me. So um, anyway, Carson turned that thing around, um, and it looks incredible. Y'all go check it out, swampdog.com, if you haven't already. Um, so yeah, that's what we've been doing. We've been rebuilding that. We added a ton of new resources. Um, our daily devotions are on there. Our uh, links to all our podcasts. We've got some other articles on there as well. And so we decided to kick this back off because, um, we want to talk about some, go through some different series. And so Ryan and I were talking and he came up with the idea of why do I need God? Yeah. Why do I need God? It's, I think it's the first question that, um, a lot of people who are non-believers ask. Mm -hmm. And it's one that is, still really hard for a believer to answer yeah um but kind of before we get started let's do a little brief introduction for those who may be new listeners um i know we've picked up some traction over the last four or five months and so ryan go ahead and give a little briefing about kind of your story uh just how we kind of started this so yeah i uh met jack back in college at ecu um years ago and we became good Good buddies um, in the uh, the partying atmosphere, I guess you would call it. Um, that's where our friendship started, and we stayed in touch throughout the years. Um, he kept doing the Swamp Dog stuff that he started in high school, and it just kind of blew up. Um, I moved on doing you know different jobs, stayed in the car business a little while. Now I do construction full time, and me and him stayed in touch, and uh, both felt a calling to to do something more with our relationship with God. And, and so that's when we decided to start up the podcast. It was great timing and me and him were on the same page. And now we got Kyle here and, and a lot of other folks on board. So we're really pumped about it and, and looking forward to seeing what the season brings, both with killing ducks as well as this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. And so we've got Kyle here too. Kyle, the new guy, the new guy. Yeah. Um, so I, Met Jack professionally first, and our professional relationship working together became somewhat of a a, a good friendship. 
um, that God blessed me with. Um, he's turned into a brother of mine um, through Christ that, you know, we, we celebrate our wins and losses. Um, and one of the things I had been kind of uh, convicted of was, am I sacrificing enough time for the Lord? I've got, you know, you got your wife, you got your kids, you got your job. And um, this popped in my head and I started listening to the previous versions of the Swamp Talk. And I asked Jack and said, hey, um, are we still doing this? Like, I'd love to be involved. And um, things kind of blossomed from there. So I'm honored that uh, Jack and Ryan are allowing me to uh, come on board and and join in this. And I'm super pumped. Yeah, we're glad to have you. It's yeah. um before we've kind of changed things where before we were calling a guest and um it just got to be a lot we were trying to to push out too many um we were trying to do one a week and um a lot of times like the guests would not be able to get on a call at the same time ryan lives an hour away um so we decided that having three guys together here discussing a series of different topics would be a lot more fruitful than us trying to just talk to other hunters around the United States. And I think we're still going to definitely do that, but it's going to be more of like, okay, we have a week where one of us can't meet, like let's fill it in with that. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I'd love to have even more guests as far as guys we hunt with or or guys we're just in uh, Bible studies with join us on and talk about different topics. So without further ado, I guess we we should dive into the topic. Um, Ryan, do you want to kind of open us up in a prayer? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Lord, I, I thank you for giving all of us the the opportunity to come here and and talk openly about our relationship with you. And you know, we're not theologians here. We're not you know in seminary school. We're just normal guys here to to talk about our relationship with you and and how we can work together to not only grow ourselves but grow each other, um, as well as you know all of the listeners here. We know that not everybody has the opportunity to you know, sit around a room with a bunch of guys and, and pour their heart out and, and talk about, you know, the things they really struggle with. So we hope that this opens up some of that opportunity. And, and I pray that you open up the hearts of everybody listening, um, everybody involved to, to just really soak this information in. We know we don't have everything right, but we just pray that it, you know, it plants a seed and, and gives an opportunity for you to do something, you know, great in their lives. And, and then they can change others' lives and, and just create a chain reaction so we we appreciate the opportunity to be here and and look forward to it in jesus name amen amen, amen. you already hit on the disclaimer too you know Dude. We, <laughs> yeah Dude, you stole my no i just Kyle, um, you got to talk right into the mic yeah this is your first I, time but you're I'm, you're turning your head around i, I mean know. you kind of nervous in here i think so are you sweating I, no i'm not sweating yet well then I face the mic I sh- there we should, go i shouldn't have showered till after this <laughs> No, uh, what have you been? What sins have you been committing? <laughs> Can I just give my testimony? What, what, what is that called in the, the Catholic Church where you have to sit next to the priest in the little, the little portal potty type thing? Are you guys gonna, you're gonna hit my knuckles. Somebody's gonna send us a DM about that, and they're gonna say that I've. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, should we snip it? Probably. Are we going to? Nope. No. <laughs> Why? Because I can't afford to pay the editor but so much. God, God has a sense of humor, too. Though. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I'll get better as time goes along. But I think uh, I just want everybody to know um, we're, we're normal. We go through the same struggles. Um, I know this is a very important topic for me to, to for people to feel that um, – you're not alone in whatever you're going through. And I hope that something that comes out of these 
will just make you feel um, better about it, um, to find some some peace in your heart. And we struggle with the same thing everyone else does, um, you know, anger, stress, um, jobs, and hopefully we can hit on, you know, these things over this uh, podcast to uh, just give some advice and alleviate some of those pressures and just let you know that, you know, every listener that they're not alone in whatever they're going through. So, yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of it, like it all just comes back to your relationship with God. You know, we can, we can talk about religion all day long. And I think that's something that it really turns people away. But at the end of the day, like we have to ask ourselves this question, like, why do I need God? Mm -hmm. And um, so we've all kind of written down, and brainstormed on our answers. Let's just go around and discuss that. Um, Ryan, do you want to kick us off? You know, if, if someone were to come up to you and say, Hey Ryan, like, I know you're a believer. Why do I need God? How, like kind of just explain how you would respond. So, yeah, for me, it's really more so knowing my purpose. Um, for, for a long time in my life, you know, I grew up in church. My parents were pastors um, so I knew what was right, what was wrong. And, you know, my, my dad, you know, was, was in the Navy. He was a dental technician. When he got out, he went into the dental field and he came to a crossroads because he felt called to preach, but he had the career path as a dentist. And in the midst of all of that, he chose a salary that was a 10th of what he could have made as a, as a dentist to go preach which to some people would be just ridiculous. And so that's the type of example I grew up with, which was, you know, I was blessed to have that. But after getting older, you know, I, I wanted to see what the other side was like. I saw everybody having fun, having a great time, you know, partying it up, and it just seemed like the other side was so easy. And so I, I, that's the direction I went with. You know, I, I graduated high school. I left and, and went to play college golf 12 hours away from home and, you know, partied it up like there was no tomorrow. And, uh, you know, I found myself years down the road just always looking for, you know, the next hookup, the next party, the next experience, you know, sending group Snapchats out every Friday to figure out, all right, what's going on this weekend and what can I get into? And when that, when nothing was happening, I just felt empty. I felt like I had no purpose. I was just, I use the term wandering aimlessly, mm-hmm. just yeah. wandering through life, looking for the next big thing. And, and that was it. And, uh, you know, the biggest thing I would say that changed my life in terms of my relationship with God was my passion for hunting. And when I started really devoting myself to, to saying, I'm not going to party, I'm going to hunt. I've separated myself from all the distractions that I had, which was that lifestyle and just my relationship with God just kept growing and growing and realized that he had more for me in store than just what I was doing on the weekend. Yeah. You know, cause you can do that for 40, 50, 60 years of your life. And when you die, the only people are going to say is, yeah, that dude could do a keg stand in 19 mm-hmm. seconds, you know, or, and what what is that? You yeah. know, there, there was no purpose there. Um, and so I felt a strong calling to find what my purpose was. And, and I found that it, you know, God has a different purpose for everybody. And all of us, in, in some extent, should have a purpose to reach more souls. Yeah. Well, so growing up, like, you knew who God was. I think yes. we need to rewind and ask the question, who is God? 
Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, we assume growing up in the South, um, you know, everyone goes to church. Their parents, you know, go to church. You know, it's kind of a mandatory thing until you get to college, and then it's kind of up to you. And um, so I think just to kind of get this whole conversation on a level uh, playing field, mm-hmm. you know, the question, who is God? I think we need to answer that first. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's um, you can explain it a lot of different ways, but in a, a short summary, God is the creator of all things. Um, he's, you know, the one who I wouldn't say controls everything, but he knows what's going to happen from the beginning to the end. Mm -hmm. And it's a, it's a hard concept for a lot of people to grasp that God is and always was. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think it's important to note that no matter what you believe, whether you're atheist, whether you believe in the big bang or Buddha or whoever else, all of it is pretty wild. You know, to say that this stuff started from X, Y, or Z, which all sounds impossible. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so there's a level of faith that has to come into play when you decide that that God is real and that you're going to make him, you know, the, the author of your story yeah. and of your life. You know, and, and as far as statistics go, you know, jumping into that for a second is just... There's so many different religions and different stories out there that, um, and and the the biggest one that has tried to be downplayed, for lack of a better term, is Christianity. Mm-hmm. You know, scientists, you know, everybody in in the worldly industries who are not Christians have done everything they possibly can to prove that Christ was not God's son. Some say he wasn't even real. Um, and, and the facts just don't prove it. You know, there were, um, there was one gentleman, uh, William Ramsey, who was an atheist for years and he devoted 30 years of his life to moving to the Middle East and studying Middle Eastern culture and history to prove that the facts in the Bible, the storyline, you know, the, the people, the places that all of it was wrong. And after studying for 30 years, he came to the conclusion that the Bible is the most historically accurate book on the face of the earth. Mm. This man devoted his life to prove that God was not real and came back with the idea that it's the most historically accurate book there is. Like, that's just wild. Mm. It's so wild. It blows my mind that I just, I think about it, I try to grasp it so much, and like, I think we all question it so much to an extent where it, like it's you can't grasp like an understanding for this world, mm-hmm. especially when you're out like just hunting or, or fishing. Like you see a sunrise come up, and like sometimes it just it's it is actually breathtaking. And yeah. you're like, how how does that happen? Mm-hmm. And yeah, like you can explain the moon and the sun and all this and that and how it works and you know where it goes, where it rises, sets. But at the end of the day you just can't explain some things. And like, to Mm -hmm. me, to be able to explain how every intricate thing in our environment works from oxygen to our bodies to, Mm -hmm. I mean, I was thinking about the other day, like I don't remember the last time I've been to the doctor. Like it's been like three or four years. And I'm like, a body is so complex and how does it stay healthy and work so hard for like so long, you know, like, yeah, they're so complex. Mm -hmm. I just don't, I don't understand it. Yeah. Um, 
And so a lot of times it just, it comes back to, like you said, Ryan, I think it's just you're, you have to almost give up on trying to figure this world out and Mm -hmm. you have to have something to put your faith in. And the only true answer is Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, and it would be a whole nother conversation if there was another, you know, not, not a Bi- not the Bible, but a whole nother book that told a completely different story. Yeah. And yeah. there's not. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, like I said, there's no, there's no other book from any other religion that holds as strong, historically accurate content as the Bible. And if you're one of those people who's, a, a deep thinker, someone who analyzes and thinks about all the numbers, it, it makes total sense to pick the one that's the most accurate. And yeah. I'm not saying that's the only reason that you should. Um, you know, we, we don't believe it because of those facts. Those are just supporting evidence. But, you know, God has done some amazing things in our lives that we I think we can all contribute to to him working, you know, through us or through other people. Yeah. Um, and you know it, it's just like you said, breathtaking is the best word you can use to to kind of explain it. Yeah. So. Yeah, and so let's kind of dig into Genesis some. Um, why did God create man? According to the Bible, this is straight facts from the Bible. Why did God create man? We look at Genesis one twenty six through twenty seven, and this is the NIV version says, Then God said, Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them male and female. And that is 126 through 27. That's like this the obviously the biblical answer to why God created man. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a ton of different answers that we can throw out there. I mean, what comes first to your mind? I mean, I, I think about like to worship him, to praise him. What do you think, Ryan or Kyle? Let's hear from Kyle. Yeah, go for it, Kyle. <laughs> you know, I think that God, you know, created Earth um, and the Garden of Eden for us to have the paradise, and obviously. With Adam and Eve, like sin was introduced, but I think the ultimate goal was to create us in his image, to praise him, to worship him without sin. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of how it all started. And then, you know, Jesus Christ came later. But I think the ultimate thought process for him was to have a paradise for us here, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I think there's a, a loneliness about it too. I mean, yeah. Um, you know, he wanted our company. Yeah, he wanted uh, something more than just the birds and the animals mm-hmm. and the trees. It was uh, to have that relationship. Well, that's like mean, it, the father-son relationship. Yeah, well, it's like if you look back, you know, through throughout Genesis, the beginning stages of Genesis, when Adam and Eve were in the garden, you know, they had direct contact and fellowship with God. You know, like person-to-person type deal. And, and I think it was more so and you know, of what I imagine when I tried to grasp this concept of like, why did God make the earth and the people and all of it is, is almost as if there was a man there making a painting, you know, he's alone, he's by himself and he just starts painting this picture. And as he's painting this picture, 
There's all these different things that he begins to add. And then he's like, I've made all this, but there's nobody except myself here to enjoy it. Yeah. You know, and so he made mankind in his image for us to represent him, you know, on the earth to kind of keep the ball rolling as well as a, a place for us to fellowship with him. And yeah. like you said, Kyle, when when sin was introduced, um, you know, into the earth, it kind of changed those plans. Um, and, and that's a whole nother topic of, of whether or not, you know, that was planned or not planned. You know, God knows what's going to happen. Doesn't necessarily mean he's going to control everything that's going to happen. But, you know, I think that was the initial, initial goal was to just create a space for, you know, someone like him Mm -hmm. and his image to, you know, to enjoy his creation. And, and that's where we came into play. And I think he wanted to share his love, his grace, his mercy, his kindness, his yeah. blessings. Um, I think he wanted to share all that. Yeah. You know? What do you think, Jack? Well, I'm reading our notes here. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm thinking about Genesis 2-7, how he created us. Yeah. And I just think this is, like you said, Ryan, a masterpiece, like a painting in itself. That uh, it says, then the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being. And I just see that as like, since Adam was created, like the first thing he saw, like when God breathed the breath of life into his nostrils, like Adam opens his eyes and sees God face to face. And that gives me chills just thinking about because like I don't I'm like picturing like God in space and like Adam's just like kind of floating there and like yeah he's a little dust ball and then like boom opens his eyes and like face to face with God and I mm-hmm. think ever since the fall of Adam in the garden like mankind has that image of God imprinted within us yeah now I think as human beings we long for that like we desire that relationship with him to know him to Mm -hmm. see him face to face and i think that's why our hearts like just constantly have a longing um we just long for that relationship with the father yeah i kind of zoned out a little bit while y'all were flirting but (laughs) (laughs) One, Um, one comment you made earlier about you know the sunrise like the peace you feel in the sunrise mm-hmm. and like, you just can't explain that peace. Yeah. But another reason, another reason why I, you know, you think about like science and trying to explain all this stuff when my wife got pregnant and watching, you know, women are so strong and watching her go through the pregnancy and the way that the human female body, um, nourishes the baby while, while, you know, that's in the belly and then the birth and all that stuff. Like it, that was, it was a God thing when you watch the birth of your child, yeah. um, to see how that whole situation occurs. And, um, it, it was that, it was just an intimate feeling for me. It was out of science. Like it was just a beautiful, beautiful moment, um, to, to see that. So, um, like you said, there's some things you can't explain and that's mm-hmm. just one of those things for me. So, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's so hard to grasp. Yeah. yeah. We could sit here for the next 24 hours and try and figure it out. And that's just the part that like, 
I feel like people wrestle so much with the question of why do I need God? Mm -hmm. And you're never going to realize you need God until you put your faith in him. Yeah. And until you truly believe that God sent his one and only son to live a life sinless, to die on a cross in our place, and then died, resurrected three days later, and ascended to heaven. Like, it's so, it's and it's such a hard idea to grasp. Like, yeah. if you write that story on a piece of paper and read it without knowing God and, like, having that faith, it's like, all right, this is, like, y'all kind of crazy. Yeah, it's like, that what sounds ridiculous, you know? But ever since the fall of mankind, we have been broken, and we are just full of sin, and, and Jesus dying on the cross paid the ultimate sacrifice for our sin. He said, it is finished. Um, It's, it's mind-blowing. Yeah. And, it like, I get it. I get why it's so hard to, to believe. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think that's part of why we're doing this. It's like... We are not theologians, like we said, and like we're we have not studied the Bible front to back and know everything there is to know about it. But like all of us and our stories, which we're about to get into, like it's just something that like it's such a roadblock that a lot of people say, I'm just gonna turn around instead mm-hmm. of trying to go around, I'm gonna turn around and reject yeah. it. Um so I mean, anyway, let's let's just kind of go around. Ryan, you already shared some, but um, Kyle, you know, someone asks you, why do I need God? How do you respond to that? Um, I mean, I think when this topic came up, a lot of people that think that everything's going right in their life. I got a good job. Everything's going good. Why do I need God? Everything's right for me right now. My bank account's for, my bank account's good. Um, I got a good job. Everybody's healthy. Why do I need God? And um, a lot of what I came to find out is when you really dive in, and I have some you know buddies like this. When you really dive into them, you I think you know Jack kind of already hit on this. They're they're broken in some some form or fashion, right? Emotionally. Mm-hmm you know, physically, spiritually, something is going on. And we always, as men, try to put up this these walls that everything's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not okay to be vulnerable. But for me, I I grew up in church, you know, every Wednesday and Sunday, went with mom and dad. And um, when I turned 18, I was like, I got this. I, I don't need to go anymore. I'm gonna live on my own. And um, alcohol, you know, countless parties, you know, I painted the town red, um, three times. And I, what I, what I realized was all those things I were doing were just filling a void because I had long lost contact with the creator. Uh, it was a, it was a, uh, short kind of solution to a, to a permanent problem of just being unhappy. Mm-hmm. Um, and long story short, I mean, uh, about six years ago, I finally said, what am I doing? What am I doing? this is not fulfilling me. I am waking up every day trying to find something to fill a hole that can't just be can, that, that I can't just fill. And I finally just started talking to God. It wasn't like a prayer. It was just like a connection. Like, Hey, it's me, you know, and I didn't try to make it so intelligent. And I just started trying to form a relationship with him again. Six months later, I was blessed with my wife who helped me with my walk. And when I come across situations now, that 
of stress and problems and anger, I'm just so much more at peace. Mm-hmm. I'm so much more at peace when I come against those obstacles. Yeah. Because I know who has my back. Yeah. You know, I know who I can depend on. I have brothers in Christ. I have the Lord. I have a, a wife in Christ. And um, things aren't always going to be easy, but I always have the hope and the faith that someone's got it under control, the Lord. Yeah. So. Yeah. I like that. And my, my kind of answer is <clears throat> very similar. Um, and I've t- talked about it on here before, but, you know, searching every nook and cranny, trying to find that peace, freedom, purpose, fulfillment. Um, I think there's something on the website about like, I've tried sex, drugs and rock and roll and they're all fun, but they're all temporary. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, if you rock and roll for too long, your fingers are going to get blisters and you're going to, you know, (laughs) not going to be able to play anymore. (laughs) I just made that up. But anyway, I forever. (laughs) So anyway, uh, but yeah, you know, it's, um, it's just, I I searched everywhere for that. And, uh, man, a lot of everybody knows about the story, like how my mom had cancer, passed away. I lost a a best friend. And, um, a lot of these things kind of pointed me in the direction where like I grew up and I knew like, okay, I should have a relationship with God, but I thought it was just, you know, I believe in God. Like I'm good. I'm going to heaven. And I feel like a lot of guys think that, um, especially in the South, it's like, you know, I grew up and went to church and you still may go to church every, every Sunday or every other Sunday. And like, that's your, your fix, you know, that's your, Mm -hmm. I did enough. And to have that relationship with God, it has completely changed my life 180 degrees. Mm -hmm. Um, 2017 it was i actually surrendered my life to christ because before i didn't know like that was a thing like i didn't know that i needed to pray to receive christ um and when i did it was i mean a 5 a.m morning college morning just drinking on the front porch you know last one up um you know finished off my 30 rack of beers and i was in my room just disgusted with myself and i was just looked at myself in the mirror like what are you doing like this is not you this is not who you are you're disgusting um i picked up my bible and um you know john twenty twenty one, peace be with you as the father sent me i'm sending you and it was the um most i guess that's that's when i realized like the bible is living word and the bible is it, it just it changed me completely and i said god like i, I don't know what i'm doing I don't know what I'm doing. Show me, show me. He showed me that verse. And ever since then, you know, that's, I guess, the the cliche, my verse, whatever. Yeah. But um, it is the one that changed my life. And I think that, like, there's something to be said if you have a dusty Bible on your on your shelf. Just pray and say, God, like, show me. God, show me something. Open the Bible and start reading a book. Mm-hmm. And just do it with the open mind, not of like, I'm going to try and gain all this knowledge. I'm going to try and understand it completely. Just God show me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we talk about, or I, I bring up this verse a lot and it's, I think it's Mark four, nine or five, nine. Um, but it's, I believe helped my unbelief. Mm-hmm. And that's something that like before, like I should have been praying that all through college. Mm. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I, I really didn't know how much I needed it until, mm-hmm. I was on the other side of it and I was like, you know, I 
I really need God because my life is a disaster. Well, you, I mean, you think about it. We spend all this time throughout our lives, you know, planning and learning our careers. And, you know, I spend countless hours devoting time to looking at different maps, finding good hunting spots, all these passions that we have. But the little bit of time that we spend, you know, actually learning about who we claim is the creator of the universe Mm -hmm. and the creator of us and the creator of everything. Like it, you know, it really hits you sometimes when you sit there and you think like, man, I spend so much time, you know, going to college for four years, reading all these books to learn how to do X, Y, Z. And when is the last time that I've picked up my Bible to learn about why I was created, you know, learn, you know, how can I overcome, you know, these issues in my life, all these problems that I'm having. And people rarely tend to turn to that solution. If they have a question about how do I build this or build that, they go to XYZ in this contractor book or or this, that, and the other. But when they encounter problems in their life, you know, they don't go to the book, the most historically accurate book of that, to, you know, to guide us and tell us, hey, this is how you solve this problem. Which usually hits the nail on the head. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And and, and the problem the problem is is most of us don't want to know because we know it what we're doing is probably wrong and we're probably at fault most of the time. There's probably, you know, I'm not saying that every you know, every bad thing we do that there's a you know, we're getting spanked for it or anything like that. But well, we just rarely turn back to our Bibles to to say, okay, let me backtrack and and you know solve this issue and and figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know it's just mind blowing. One thing uh, lately that I've, well, I say lately, but really over the last like, I'd say four or five months, I've fallen in love with the Word of God, and that's like the the best way to describe it because I used to hate reading my Bible, could not stand it, like. I would, even on the Instagram, like stories, I would just, you know, Google oh, a verse about peace, a verse about freedom, and I would just pluck out. And a lot of people use verses like this all the time, and it, it made me feel good mm-hmm. because I was like, well, I read, the, I, you know, I read some scripture, posted about it, shared about it. But how convicting is that for me to say, I didn't, I didn't, I don't know what the context was behind this. You know, I was just searching for something to to cure my grieving Mm -hmm. or cure my, you know, loneliness. And like sharing that, like, oh, people like that. Well, yeah, they like that because it's a good verse. But you're not going to talk about all the hard things that are in the Bible. You're not going to talk about the convicting stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's where I was like, you know, I, I need to get in the Word. And I need to actually love the Word of God so that I can understand it, so that I can allow it to change my heart. Shape mm-hmm. me as a person. And until you do that, you can believe all day. Yeah. I mean, it it does not build your relationship with the one that created you. And you're never gonna grow. No. Yeah. You're never gonna grow. And I I've never you know, I was always the guy that just liked to look at ESPN magazine with the pictures, you know. I never really read the articles. And mm-hmm. it was hard for me to really dive into the to read two or three chapters of Matthew. Mm-hmm. and try to keep my brain and understand it and understand the context. And what I just started doing was just reading five or six verses 
and just either writing them out and really just trying to understand them. So that way I didn't overwhelm myself. Yeah. Um, so, you know, don't get misconstrued that you have to read an entire book or anything like that. Just, you know, for me, I started slow and, you know, I do read a verse every morning from my devotional to kind of get my day started off. Right. And then maybe at night I do try to set some time aside to, um, go through, you know, a chapter here or there. I, I really recommend Matthew. <laughs> I like Matthew so far. So, um, I know that personally I need to get more into it and, and reading, uh, more of the Bible because the knowledge is the strength to help you withstand all the struggles mm-hmm. that you have yeah. knowledge of the Bible. Yeah. And I, I think a big thing that we're, you know, really wanting people to take away from our starting back up of this podcast you know, is, is we're starting to sound like you need to, everyone needs to read their Bible more, but yeah. that's not what we're getting at. <laughs> no, no. What, what we're hoping, you know, this brings is, you know, obviously a large, large majority of our listeners are probably believers in some sort of fashion. If you're already listening and if you're not, we're glad you're here. Or if you've made it this far. Yeah. We're sorry. Yeah. But you know, the, the whole goal of this is, to ask the questions that get you to really think about where you're at in your relationship with Christ and to get you to ask yourselves questions that are going to cause you to grow. Um, Because, you know, obviously the start of that is, you know, who is God and why do I need him? These are the basics. But just listening to this podcast is only going to get you so much information. Yeah. You Mm -hmm. know, if you know, we, we highly encourage you to dive into a personal relationship, a personal walk, and just say, Hey, for the next two weeks or thirty days or sixty days, whatever it is that you choose, like, you know, I've devoted all this time to learning how to do my career. Let let me look a little bit deeper into this and see if there's something that I'm missing, if there's something more to this. And we can guarantee that you know you're you're going to learn a little bit of something that that's going to cause you to say hey you know what this is there's more to this than what i thought there was it's yeah. not just checking off the box that i went to church this week or this month or this year that's what we're hoping that this this turns into yeah absolutely so. and i think that um i mean you, you hit that nail on the head and i think that this podcast is just to encourage Mm-hmm. to just die a little bit to yourself in your selfish ways and just say, I know that there's the things I've been doing are only temporary. They only lead to temporary happiness, peace, fulfillment. Just crack that door open a little bit more. Let a little more light come in. Be open to having that relationship with God mm-hmm. and ask God that, like, you know, show me. Yeah. Show me your goodness. Mm-hmm. Let like pray like God, I pray that I can trust you more. Yeah. And I think that's something that a lot of times like we start praying for things and we can get into prayer on another one, but you know, we start praying for things and a lot of times it's just God, like help me. I mean, I want to trust you more. I want to know you more. I want to have that relationship with you. Show me how. Yeah. Let, um, let your will be done. Yeah. yeah. Let your will be and, done. Let your will be and, done. And, and to be honest, it's it's really hard to do this on your own. Absolutely. So something else that we encourage as well is, you know, when, when you try to learn all this on your own, like it's going to be hard. 
to find like-minded people um, that are willing to, you know, learn with you. Um, but it's a necessity, you know, to find people and surround yourself with people who also want to to know and to learn more about their relationship with God. Um, and, and we know that, you know, that's a difficult journey sometimes. So if if you've got questions, if you don't have people you can turn to or whatever, we're always here, you know, hit us up through the Swamp Dog DMs or emails or on the website. You know, we'd love to help. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if you want to get, you know, if you're in North Carolina or maybe you're out of state and you're like, hey, I don't I don't go to church all the time and I'm not in any Bible studies and I don't know anybody that wants to be in a Bible study. Like, call us up. Like, we've got Bible studies going on. We Sometimes I call in with Jack, and I live an hour away. You know, we can do the same thing if you live in Louisiana or Florida or wherever else. Yeah. You know, if, if that's what it takes, if, if you're looking for that, we can make it happen. Yeah, so. it's out there, too. Like, I, at first, I was like, I'm just not going to find any friends that are going to want to do this. I'm not going to be able to find a group of guys that I can trust. And they're out there. Yeah. Um, and God will open those doors. Yeah. Yeah. God will, you pray about it. God will bless you with friends, with, uh, you know, small group that you, you think wouldn't, would never happen. Like, like you'd never think that you could sit around the couch with 20 different guys, (laughs) you know, all of you scrolling through your Bible, talking about, you know, how you struggle with addictions to, to porn, to stress, to, yeah. You know, alcoholism to a loss of a family member. Like you never, like you don't have those conversations with your normal buddies when you're drinking beers at a Mexican restaurant. Right. Like uh, that doesn't happen, but it can. It yeah. can. You know, that's huge. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so to kind of wrap everything up, we've gone a little long, um, but we're going to try and keep these typically around 45 minutes. Um, not too long, not too short. Um, and just hit these topics on like just just nail them down, and I think that uh, you know next week we're going to get in, get into peace, freedom, and purpose. And one of the questions that um, we'll probably bring up next week will be why does God allow suffering? Mm-hmm. And that's a huge question that a lot of people have to ask, or, or they they ask and they want an answer to. And yeah. So I think in a later episode we'll cover that. Um, I kind of I put it down in our notes, but I guess ultimately to sum this up, Ryan, you're good at summaries and and kind of nailing things down. Yeah. So to sum this up, there's a big man upstairs that I think most of us can agree on, um, and you really need to ask yourself the big question of what am I here for? Why am I here? Why did God create me? And in order to support your thoughts and that evidence, we highly encourage you to dive into your Bible as well as prayer, because nobody else can answer that question for you. It's only going to happen between you and God. So that's what we wanted to bring to the table today. Um, And of course, we're going to be jumping into some more topics. So we encourage you to listen along throughout the next several weeks. we're going to answer some questions that you probably have questions about or have thought about. So, yeah. And this was a big question to, to try and tackle in one episode. So yeah, we're going to do about four different episodes um, just on this, maybe five. And then uh, we'll start another series after that and just kind of keep rolling through the end of the year. 
Um, they will be released every, likely every two weeks. We're just going to kind of give ourselves some time to really study and write outlines for these uh, topics because they're a little bit deeper than our previous episodes. So yeah. um, thank you guys for listening. Obviously, you can find us on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you're listening. Share our podcast with somebody. Yeah. Um, if you're a believer and you're listening, you know, just just share it with somebody out there who you may think ask they ask you this question, or um, they may ask themselves this question. You know, why do I need God? But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, Ryan, you got anything, Kyle? Thanks for joining us, Kyle. Yeah, Ooh, we I'll appreciate get, it. I'll get better. We're yeah, we'll probably be a, at the 45 mark after you edit most of my stuff out. But. <laughs> we're <laughs> going to put you in a neck brace so you yeah. just face forward the whole time. I need to sit somewhere different, <laughs> I feel like. Or I'm just going to stand next time. And I think I'm just going to... I just saw a little bit of homework. Reflect on what you serve in your life. Is it money? Is it your job? Gym? Your car? You know, just like for me, just reflect on what what runs your life and kind of bring it bring it to the table. And and hopefully through these next couple of episodes, it will help you kind of discover yourself and become better and hopefully strengthen your relationship with Christ. Because you yeah. can peel some of those layers away. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Like an onion. 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 Nice fresh orange. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see y'all next time. Thanks for listening. We're out. Later. <laughs>